taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hi, this is David Zatella. Welcome to the first ever PPC Rockstars show. I'm thrilled to be hosting this show that uh, we'll be bringing to you every week information just about pay-per-click advertising, information you can use to get more money from your Google AdWords, Yahoo Search Marketing, Microsoft Ad Center, pay-per-click advertising campaigns. A little bit about the show. Every week we're going to be interviewing some famous and not-so-famous experts on pay-per-click advertising, uh, let's say soon-to-be-famous, and uh, they will be compelled by me to share with you tips and secrets that they use to make more money with their clients or their their pay-per-click campaigns. So get your notepads out, take some notes, because you're going to be using the information we tell you about today and after every show. Uh, A little bit about myself. My name is David Satella. I am the founder and CEO of Clicks Marketing, which is a pay-per-click advertising agency. Uh, I'm also a regular speaker on pay-per-click topics at search engine strategy shows, SMX, PPC Summit, Marketing Sherpa Conferences, and I do a lot of writing. I write a regular column on pay-per-click content advertising, uh, as well as uh, articles for search engine land, Marketing Sherpa, and other publications, also on the Search Engine Watch blog. And... uh, you will be able to find the resources that we refer to by, on this show on my blog. Uh, there's, there is a special page called PPC Rockstars, and you'll be able to find it if you go to my blog's homepage, which is at clicksmarketing.com slash, slash blog, and that is C-L-I-X marketing.com slash blog. And with that, I want to segue right into interviewing my very first uh, guest star, uh, this is one of the PPC world's uh, biggest names. Uh, you probably have already heard of Matt Van Wagner, the, the CEO of Find Me Faster. Uh, Matt's a good friend as well as one of my favorite speakers and resources on the circuit. So uh, welcome, Matt. David, thanks. Good to be with you. So, Matt, uh, I know that you know um, a superset of what I know about pay-per-click advertising, but we decided in advance of this to focus on just one area, which uh, mystifies a lot of advertisers, but is very powerful, which is dynamic keyword insertion. So, Matt, could you just start out with us and just tell us what is dynamic keyword insertion and, and why do we care? Well, that's a great question. And uh, first of all, let me say congratulations on the launching of your new show. Uh, I don't think there's a better guy that could be doing this sort of a thing, and uh, you've been such a great advocate for the bringing together so many PPC people in so many ways with your with your forum and your blog, and and so thanks for sharing so much, and thanks for inviting me on. Sure. So, thanks, oh, you're welcome. So the, uh, the uh, dynamic keyword insertion is is kind of a pet topic of mine. Um, it's it used to be. Uh, one of those closely guarded secrets that only the high gods of you know PPC uh, advertisers uh, you know knew about, and if you were a big time advertiser on Google, who was the first one to introduce it, uh, your reps shared this with you as some very special secret sauce. Uh, but over the years, more and more information has kind of dribbled out on it, 
and uh, all of a sudden with the with the uh, the rising of of quality score as a very important part of any PPC uh, tactical co- uh, consideration, uh, dynamic keyword insertion becomes a very important tactic that every PPC uh, specialist needs to really embrace and understand how it works. And um, so uh, I'm going to start off by saying there's a lot of there are a lot of myths and a lot of myth understandings about uh, what dynamic keyword insertion is. And then uh, I'll also go into uh, what we're going to talk about, some things that uh, you, you need to know and some, some very easy things to avoid so that you, you can stop the, uh, the stupid ad syndrome that we see out there so often. You know, uh, the ads like used fish or uh, used cigars or whatever the case may be. Uh, we've all seen them. Uh, but so that, uh, that's kind of what I'd like to talk about. Dynamic in- keyword insertion, for the most part, uh, Microsoft de- defines it as um, uh, the ability to customize ads, to transform a generic ad into a, uh, a very customized ad. Uh, on, on Yahoo, they, they describe it as a feature that will help you reduce the number of ads that you have to manage and also increase the relevance of your ad. And so that's, that's really at the core of what DKI is, or DKI being the acronym for Dynamic Keyword Insertion. And uh, generally it works just like this. Um, instead of having a static title or some static descriptions, you have the ability to instruct the search engines through a dynamic keyword insertion syntax to insert words from your ad group into the ad. So if you have 100 different uh, keywords in your ad group, you only need one ad, but each ad will still present um, to, the, to the user as a very customized ad because it will pick the, uh, the word most closely related to their search query. Uh, the advantage of that, of course, is that when your search query matches the text that's in your ad, you get bold text in your ad. It makes your ad st- uh, uh, st- uh, stand out a little bit more, and it increases your click-through rate. So in general, David, that's, that's what dynamic keyword insertion is, and, and uh, that's why it's important to pay attention to it. It can increase your click-through rate, and it can imp- increase the relevancy of the ad to the, uh, to the search query uh, user. And I think, Matt, uh, we've done some research that shows that DKI can also help improve conversion rates as well when there's a tight correlation between the search term, the keyword, the ad copy, and the landing page. Is that what you found as well? Well, uh, if you do, just like if you do a regular ad write, if you do a DKI ad write, uh, you can increase your conversion rates. Uh, On the flip side of that, however, if you do DKI wrong, you can actually increase your clicks and uh, completely uh, destroy your conversion rate. So it's very important to, to get it right. But if you get it right, absolutely you can increase your conversion rates. Okay, well, um, I think there's also an effect on ad rank. Is there not, in other words, uh, advertisers that use dynamic keyword insertion are sometimes rewarded with better ad rank? Um, well, they can be. Now, l- let me explain how that happens. Now, the, it's not by the nature of the fact that your keyword is being pulled from your ad group and, putting in, and being put into your ad that makes it more relevant. Um, if that were the case, it, 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 uh, everyone w- would do it all the time. Um, it, it is a case that it, when your keyword is in your ad and your keyword is on your landing page, you have a good you have a good thematic relevance uh, across your your whole uh, network of ad keyword and landing page, 
But really, the, the impact on your quality score and your ad rank really comes from the fact that when you do dynamic keyword insertion right, uh, you tend to have a higher click-through rate. And click-through rate is a very strong determinant of your quality score and your, uh, subsequently your ad rank. And so that's, that's the, the, it's sort of a secondary impact to the, uh, the DKI. Uh, you can increase your ad rank because you have higher click-through rates on your ad group. Hey, Matt, we unfortunately got to stop for a commercial break. Um, but uh, when we come back, Matt, I'd like you to talk about uh, some examples. We're going to be referring to a table that is on the site. So, uh, listeners, while you are doing whatever you do during a break, hopefully listening to the commercial, you can also be loading the page that you'll find at clicksmarketing.com slash blog and look under the pages uh, heading on the right-hand side, and you'll see one that says PPC Rockstars. Look at that page, and you'll be able to find the table that Matt will be talking about when we come right back. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PPC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with engine-ready call analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call-in sales with engine-ready call analytics. Visit engineready.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call-in tracking can be. engineready.com Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah? I get all my information online. (laughs) I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. (laughs) Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine. The Performance Marketing Standard. For more information, go to RevenueToday.com. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go to SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but, oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh, my, he crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's SureHits. Market Edge with Larry Weber. Lisa Stone. Give us a, a, a really thoughtful high view of the future of journalism in blogosphere and why these great journalism schools aren't paying a lot more attention. The bottom line is that if we as traditional journalists 
had been engaging the user and providing them with the ways in which to engage themselves with news and information from the beginning. The internet would simply be complementing the approach we had taken. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Watch out for the vampires. Enter the communications coven that is webmasterradio.fm. Now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Visit the webmasterradio.fm homepage for all the details. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Welcome back to the first debut premiere episode of PPC Rockstars with our special premiere debut guest, Matt Van Wecken, who is telling us uh, one of the most valuable secrets of pay-per-click, which is how dynamic keyword insertion works. And Matt, uh, why don't you give us a couple examples of key- dynamic keyword insertion ads, and we'll be referring to the table that is published on uh, the Clicks Marketing blog. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, sure, David. Thanks. Um, one, one of the one of the secret sauce type of uh, uh, issues that uh, a lot of people are not aware of with the Google DKI, uh, the Google DKI in particular, is that there are a variety of number of there are a number of ways that you can specify how you, the dynamic text will appear in your ad. Very important. Um, you know, we've all seen ads that, that have a, a capitalization problem when they're referring to, for example, a state, uh, you know, New, New Hampshire uh, coffee producers, where it's a big N and a little H. I mean, we sort of understand that as a, you know, an abbreviation for New Hampshire, but we don't, that's not really proper. So if we go to the, the uh, table on, uh, on Dave's uh, uh, marketing, the, uh, the PPC Rockstars blog site, the, um, what we've put there is a table of the various syntaxes of how you can specify how your ad text will appear in your ad or your display lines in the Google uh, AdWords interface. You can put all of your, your words in lowercase. Uh, there are some circumstances where you may want to do that, but for the most part, you'll probably avoid that. Um, uh, if you want all of the, your words to be capitalized, the first word, initialized caps, there's a special syntax to do that. There's even a syntax where you can make all of your words uh, all capitalized. Now, that also puts you into, into a problem with Google's um, uh, editorial policy because they don't yeah. allow all caps except in very specific circumstances that, you know, perhaps PPCSEM, those are two acronyms, you might be able to get away with that. But... Uh, take a look at that table and experiment with your own ads. Uh, I've got to tell you that Find Me Faster are now in development of a, uh, a DKI simulator, which will give you the ability to test these types of syntaxes against your entire ad group to see how your ads actually will appear out there in the world. And uh, what we've found over the, time, over the years is that uh, people don't know about this, these syntax differences, and ads look kind of funny out there. We've seen that about one-third of all DKI ads out there just uh, suffer purely from bad syntax. And so this is the type of chart that if you were to go into and start using right away, you can immediately get a lift on your your click-through rates. We we did this for a client recently where they just did the, uh, they had a first word capitalized and all the rest lowercase. We corrected the casing, and immediately they had a 30% increase in their, about a 30% increase in their click-through rate in those ad campaigns. The ads looked better. 
Hey, Matt, I'm thinking uh, this is a good time to switch to the slides, the slides that are posted on the blog. Sure. Uh, why don't you start us off with that slide number one, DK Ads Gone Wild. <laughs> DKI Ads Gone Wild. Hey, uh, you know, th this this is kind of funny. This, this is one of those goofy things that uh, when you're looking for, uh, you, every once in a while you see an ad that makes absolutely no sense. Well, on this particular slide, uh, this poor guy sells uh, thongs, uh, which are, you know, footwear. In this time of the year, a lot of people like to wear thongs. But, you know, thongs are also worn on a different part of your body. And so when we did a search for a term like used underwear, the uh, uh, Google's broad match, uh, expanded broad match, equated uh, thongs with underwear. Now, it didn't put used underwear in, in the ad because underwear wasn't in the ad campaign, but the, the term thongs was. And so in this case, you've got to be really careful when you're doing DKI ads to make sure that your words don't have crossover meanings. And if they do, make sure that you put them in a phrase match, not a broad match. So that's kind of a funny example. But let's get into actually how does DKI work, because I think a lot of people understand that they think that it's the searcher's query that gets put into the title of the ad, and it's not. What all the engines do is they try to match up the closest query, the closest keyword in your ad group that matches the query and puts that as the dynamic text in the ad. So, for example, on the next slide, we talk about how does DKI work, and this is pretty much the way it works across all engines. Uh, if the user searches on something like Dark Star Coffee, and the term Dark Star Coffee is in your keyword list, it'll put, put that up and put it into the, uh, the keyword list. Um, but it doesn't put what's in the user search query, it put what is in your, your ad group. So that's an important uh, uh, way to know um, the difference between a DKI and a standard ad. On a standard ad, you might have just buy gourmet coffees. A DKI ad allows you to... Uh, put the actual name of the coffee in your ad, which is a cool customization. That will increase your click-through and your conversion rates. Um, if we move down to the next one, how, does, how do you actually do the syntax of DKI on Google? And I'm glad to report that if, if you use this example, uh, this will give you a great heads-up on your competition on how you do this sort of a thing. And basically, you just put in the, in, in the squiggle brackets, keyword, colon, and a standard default text that you want to put into your ad. Uh, and then uh, that's where your dynamic ad will be, will be inserted. And that's where we want you to refer to the table that we referred to earlier uh, that will be uh, on the blog as well. Moving on to the next slide, Google Syntax. Uh, you just have to remember that it, if you exceed the number of terms, if, you, if you've got a keyword term that has 25 characters in it itself, well, of course, you can't use that as a dynamic insertion into a title because your dynamic text, well, you could for 25. You're, you only have 25 characters in your title. But just be aware that you have some character limitations. Uh, what we found, again, in looking at various companies' uh, uh, dynamic ad groups, dynamic keyword ad groups, um, about a third of, of the ads, that the words that are in the ad group, uh, don't even qualify for dynamic insertion because they exceed 25 characters themselves. So just be aware that if you're building a dynamic keyword insertion group, ad group, all of your words should be less than 25 characters. Um, but, and this is an example of how you actually specify the syntax on, on the slide called Google's Syntax. And on the next uh, slide called Google's DKI Secret Sauce, these are the actual syntaxes that you can use to change the casing in your ads. And how does this work? So, uh, for example, if you have a, uh, an acronym like PPC or a state, 
uh, you just specify uh, the uh, capital K and the capital W, and you'll get uh, upper and lower case mixings. And we can show you here what the actual syntax to use is that will work. So you just use capital KE and capital W, and then you'll get the proper casing of your ad, which looks a lot better. Um, same thing is true when you're looking in, um, when you're trying to do geo-scented uh, ad campaigns, and you want to make sure that state abbreviations are always capitalized. If uh, you put the state abbreviation as your last word, you can use the capital W-O-R-D in your syntax, and it'll show your ad appropriately. Um, th those are a couple of examples of how to use a DKI uh, most appropriately. Hey, man, I've got a, a specific question. Uh, sure, a lot David. Of people don't know, a lot of advertisers don't realize that they can include extra words in the display URL, that the word that the display URL can't, must apply to their domain name, but it can, it can include words that don't necessarily map to a web page. Can you just quickly describe that and how you can make that work with dynamic keyword insertion? Uh, sure, sure. That, that, that can actually be a powerful way to help a user understand that, yes, this is an ad about something that I'm interested in. So on your display URL, you can typically append a, a slash and then put another word um, that uh, would describe the area of the site that they'd be going to. So that it gives them some additional scent that, yes, this is the, this is the ad I want. Now, you can actually use dynamic keyword to insert your, your uh, keywords into that particular area if you want. However, I'll give you one big caveat. You should only do that if you are using single word uh, keywords in your in your ad groups, because if you if you have a two word uh, ad, if you have a two word keyword keyword term, what'll happen is you'll get one of those ASCII characters uh, between the two, or you'll get a plus sign between the two. So it'll look very very funny in the ad. It'll look very odd. So it can be done, but that particular tactic can really only be done most effectively when you are um, using single-word key key, uh, key, uh, keywords. That's a great tip. Thanks, Matt. I think that we've got time for one more area. And, uh, w Matt, we both know that um, dynamic keyword insertion works a little bit differently on Yahoo and Microsoft uh, pay-per-click services in a way that can be very powerful. Can you, can you talk about that for a second? Sure, sure. You know, it's funny uh, that you ask that because... Yahoo did not have dynamic keyword insertion for the longest time. Uh, only Google did. And, um, and there, there was a very specific reason for that. Um, Yahoo in days past had a one-to-one -one relationship between the keyword and the ad. Um, for, for those of us that have been you know, doing a paid search for a couple of years, it, it was always kind of the bane of our existence that we had to create, even though it created great ads, so we had to create an individual ad for every single keyword in our in our campaigns. So because of that, you, Google uh, Yahoo did not have to have a, a dynamic insertion capability because it was one ad, one keyword. But when they switched to the Panama system early in 2007, that changed where ads now were related to ad groups as a, right. so buckets of keywords. Um, but Yahoo, in its infinite wisdom, still wanted people to, the, to give the people the ability to maintain that one keyword to one ad relationship. And so they implemented a, a, a special uh, alternate text uh, functionality, uh, which we'll, we'll show on the slide called Panama Alternate Text. Uh, 
And basically, that gives you the ability, in case you don't like the way your ad is presenting with the dynamic keyword being inserted, uh, for, each ad, for each keyword in your ad group, you can actually say, all right, when you specify a dynamic uh, word, use this alternate text instead. And uh, so it gives you a little more control over the casing. Uh, Yahoo, as you know, or maybe you don't know, but Yahoo doesn't distinguish in your keyword set between singular and plural forms, but your ad probably should distinguish between right. uh, singular and plural. Using the alternate text allows you to set your ad the way you want. So that gives you an additional functionality that's not in Google. Um, Microsoft, on the other hand, has implemented probably the most comprehensive dynamic text uh, uh, functionality. Yes. Uh, they give you the, the ability to specify various parameters, uh, two or three parameters, and, and it gives you great flexibility in creating completely customized ads. The, uh, it's not easy to use. It, it requires you to do some for, you know, forethinking and some planning up front as to how you'll plan your ad groups and what ads will be dynamically presented. But if you're running any sort of a database-driven uh, PPC campaign where you've got stock inventory and something's go on sale here and there, it gives you amazing ability to be able to deliver appropriate ads customized to the season, to the products that are in stock, and what have you. They've done an absolutely fabulous job of their implementation. I agree. It's, it's uh, a model for the other engines, I hope. Hey, Matt, I am really sorry. We are going to have to wrap up uh, we I, we could talk about this all day, as we probably will in the bar at SMX Advanced in June. Isn't that where <laughs> you're speaking? Is that where you're speaking next? Uh, will be. As a matter of fact, David, I hope you, you hope you're joining me on the panel uh, to talk about all your great contextual uh, tips for folks. I wouldn't miss it. So that's SMX Advanced in Seattle on June 3rd to 4th, and uh, as I've mentioned before, if you joined us late, you can find uh, information that we've been referring to slides and tables on the Clicks Marketing blog, clixmarketing.com slash blog, and look for the link to PPC Rockstars on the right-hand side. You'll also find a form there where you can submit comments and questions to us and, and of course, accolades. Uh, Matt, uh, before we wrap up, how can, uh, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Uh, the best way is uh, just go ahead and, and send an email to matt at findmefaster.com. Uh, that's all one word, findmefaster.com. Uh, and if you, you know, you can also grab a link from, from uh, our website. Or I think, David, you've got us mentioned a few times on your site, which we're grateful for. Sure. So people find us all sorts of ways. Uh, and they find you faster. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Thank you very much, Matt. I really appreciate your uh, gracing our airwaves with, with, your, uh, with your tips. Uh, I, we all know a lot more about uh, dynamic keyword insertion now. And thank all of you listeners for tuning in for the first episode of PPC Rockstars. Uh, please join us next week at the same time. And uh, we've got a special guest lined up that is uh, one of the superstars of the PPC world. And uh, you will not want to miss it. <laughs>